0: Welcome to Turbo Pop, a podcast with interesting perspectives on pop culture news, television, movies, or whatever. Hosted by myself, Brandon Trainer, and my beautiful wife and co-host,
1: Maria Trainer.
0: And it's been a while. Uh, I think about a month and a half since our last episode. Maybe just a month. Something like that.
1: I have no concept of time. Yeah. Couldn't tell you.
0: But yeah, it's been a while. Really busy with flight life. school, <laughs> life, doctor appointments. We've got a baby on the way in seven weeks.
1: Less than seven weeks. Six Ab- and a half.
0: Absolute craziness. Um, Eagles are 5-0 as of today. And fantasy could be doing a little bit better. But, you know, we're not going to talk about that.
1: I forget how to podcast.
0: Well, you have to talk in order to podcast.
1: I can barely talk these days.
0: Uh, So today we are going to talk about a few things. We're going to talk about the recent Kanye West drama, uh, Bachelorette finale, which is like old news by now, (laughs) but uh, because we haven't done a podcast in a while, we're going to talk about it. Uh, We got Bachelor in Paradise uh, happening now and we're going to talk about some tv shows, movie, movie trailers stuff like that. So, let's kick it off with the Kanye West saga it continues. Do you want to give us a little recap?
1: I don't even know what to say. Like honestly, I'm I'm my mind can't comprehend. And I mean, you know how much I used to love Kanye like old kanye his music was fantastic he's he's been off the rails for a while now but like like i feel gross like even like talking about him because he's just so very clearly mentally ill it's so sad
0: he appears to be off the rails a little bit
1: like it's just like even like the things he's like ranting and raving about like I like don't even feel comfortable like in podcast form talking about it because like that's how bad it is.
0: So for those of you living under a rock, the (laughs) a quick recap of what's going on.
1: He has already been banned from Instagram and Twitter temporarily. Apparently he will be back, but um, he's gotten kicked off both platforms from the way he's like carrying on. He's, you know, he's been very anti-semitic and he's you know talking about like shooting up schools and
0: right and so he's he's been really uh, going off on social media in different forms and you know screenshotting text message conversations with people and posting it and just being really aggressive for seemingly little to no reason um
1: And everything always comes back to why didn't anyone stop, like, you know, my children from being kidnapped to their own birthday party that I knew about?
0: (laughs) Yeah. uh, It was one of his kids' birthday parties. It was Chicago. Chicago. So it was Chicago's birthday party about a year ago. A little bit less than a year ago, maybe. Yeah. And he was...
1: They planned two separate parties at Kanye's request. It wasn't wasn't like anything sneaky or underhanded. He like requested they have two separate parties and then at the last minute like literally he saw like basically I guess on like Instagram or whatever like people like preparing for the party and people arriving and he freaked out. Right. And was like why wasn't I invited and like Basically being psycho about it. And he still ended up going to the party. Like, it's not like... Like... He didn't miss out on anything.
0: So so basically he was claiming that they were trying to kidnap his children. The mother of his child was trying to kidnap... Their children. Their children. But it doesn't really make sense because it was a birthday party. One of two at his request. And I guess he probably... At their own home. Right. So they were
1: kidnapped in their own home.
0: (laughs) And... I don't know, maybe he just forgot about the party or what. Because it didn't
1: suit his narrative of the day.
0: Yeah, so he tries to, he's trying to. um,
1: And anytime anyone backs him into a corner, that is literally always his go-to defense. Like, where were you when, you know, my daughter was kidnapped? It's like, your, your daughter wasn't kidnapped. You knew where she was and you weren't withheld access.
0: So this might seem a little crazy, but this has snowballed over the course of the last year into where we are now of him going on anti-Semitic rants, uh, talking about um, school shootings being highly insensitive. Yeah. and
1: it's just it's disturbing for lack of a better words. He's been please. banned
0: from multiple social media platforms, and
1: in his new his latest fashion show. Um I believe it was Paris Fashion Week. I don't think it was Milan, I think it was Paris. Um His Yeezy Season 9 literally revolved around t-shirts that said "white lives matter" and was right. like posting pictures and he's like wearing them everywhere now and he like made even more merch and
0: Right. So he's been wearing these "white lives matter" shirts uh doing like Making a lot of like far right uh, statements and this prompted
1: anyone who argues with him he freaks out on. Right.
0: So this this prompted Fox News to pick him up for a series of two interviews. What was the,
1: the host? Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. This is giving me major PTSD. I really hate you for making me talk about this.
0: I am very sorry. I
1: swore an oath to never talk about Tucker Carlson ever again.
0: Uh, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I've never watched a Tucker Carlson interview. Well, you know, count yourself If I lucky. saw a picture of him, I wouldn't know who it was.
1: He's a. Oh, I. I'm, we're recording. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna speak. I mean, I could speak, and you could just edit it out. He's a derpy-looking old dude with a bow tie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So Maria has uh, prior experience of uh, of force forced exposure to Tucker Carlson interviews. I guess we could say
1: it was my version of Chinese water torture. I think.
0: There you go. So we'll we'll <laughs> leave it at that. But anyway, he, he had these interviews. He's clearly losing his freaking mind. And uh, now he, he so he, he lost Instagram. He lost Twitter. So now he's just on TikTok just doing TikTok. the same thing.
1: Let's see. Let's see if, I haven't watched any of his TikToks because I just can't.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I'm sure it's cringe, whatever it is.
1: I'm like trying to make sure my volume's turned all the way down.
0: No, you, you can turn it up. It's fine.
1: Okay, he hasn't, all he's basically posted is just snippets of his Tucker Carlson interview. He hasn't.
0: Oh, so nothing crazy.
1: Yeah, no, he hasn't posted anything on TikTok since he's been banned everywhere else.
0: Okay, well, at, at least the social so media behaving. the social media ban is working to a point, right? He's like, okay, maybe I need to calm down for a couple of days.
1: I just don't understand why someone on his team doesn't like freaking just change the passwords.
0: Because he'd probably freaking kill them.
1: It's scary, but like that's like what scares me the most about the situation is I just I I don't I don't foresee a scenario where this ends well.
0: Right. Yeah, so um, you know, it's uh it's a pretty sad situation if you really think about it. You know, it's easy to poke fun at everything going on, but there's uh there's children involved and, you know, it's real messy. And then there's this guy's mental health involved, too. And uh
1: and he's alienated anyone who could help him.
0: It seems to me he's pretty far gone.
1: Yeah. Cuz you know he's not going to get help on his own. He refused. like that's one of like his biggest points. Like he knows he has all of these like diagnosed mental health issues and he's like I am I'm, I'm too much of a genius to take medication. It it stifles my genius. So
0: that's that's the other camp, right? To play devil's advocate is um He's misunderstood and you know, his genius is being perceived as a mental illness or exactly. an actual problem when it's really not. He's just expressing his feelings and freedom of speech well, he's, and so on and so forth. He's
1: been he's spoken on the record. And even even when he and Kim were still married, like both of them have spoke on the record that he has been diagnosed. Like it's not even like oh people just think I'm crazy. Like therapy taking his med even if he takes his medication for a little bit and gets into really intensive therapy like i'm sure he wouldn't need to be on it forever
0: well yeah i mean
1: he just needs <clears throat> to take care of himself and he very clearly is not and it's very 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 sad
0: yeah well i mean for anyone really i mean an honest shot at therapy would do wonders yeah. i'm sure but i don't really think he has it in him Mm-mm. um i mean who knows hopefully This is all able to get worked out eventually, and he's going to be able to be not only the musician that he was and the person he was, but... um, The father he was. The father that he should be. Yeah. So, anyway, moving on. (laughs) It's, It's a little messy, but I don't know. The story isn't over yet, so we can't really cap it off.
1: I know. To be, con- you know, like hopefully, hopefully not to be continued. Hopefully, this band, like you know,
0: yeah, no, I was
1: I know. I'm just trying to thinking. be hopeful for his yeah. sake. Uh,
0: well, stay tuned. Uh, okay, so moving on, let's talk about the Bachelorette finale. I think last episode that we recapped was uh, like probably two episodes before the finale
1: something, something like, like yeah. that
0: but we had gabby ending up with eric right which was a uh, successful seemingly successful so far they're still together mm-hmm. gabby's busy doing dancing with the stars now eric is cheering her on on the sideline and uh all is well over there right it was a little messy we had the There was a picture of Eric in high school wearing blackface, which was an issue, which did not come up in the final episode. And then he also had, uh, it was like a previous relationship text message conversation that came out Mm -hmm. where he appeared to be a little bit misleading. Yeah. Towards the girl. Um, This was mentioned in the final episode Mm -hmm. in the interview between him and Jesse Palmer. And He handled that well. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Uh, Super surprised, though, that the blackface didn't come up.
1: Because ABC didn't want to go anywhere near that.
0: Right, another racism scandal.
1: Yeah, and people, you know, naturally are livid. And, you know, boycotting, and it's a whole big drama that I don't even want to touch with, like, a 10-foot pole.
0: Right, you know, I think, uh, you know, the season to begin with wasn't, Wasn't the highest quality season. No. uh, Compared to previous and, you know, maybe ABC was just trying to do some damage control and they're like, all right, you know, this is a little much. Let's not even bring this up. Lost
1: cause. Yeah. Like, just let's let it go and pretend the season.
0: We'll take the loss there. Never existed. The other relationship, Rachel and Tino was not all rainbows and sunshine. (laughs) Uh,
1: Understatement of the year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what happened with that?
1: He cheated on her pretty, you know, early into their engagement. And, like, I don't know, it just, I hated how he treated her. Like, you know, we're watching the finale and they're showing the safe house visit and he, like, comes at her with, like, a journal, Oh, God. You know, like everything, you know, he's written down and notes on their relationship and like. That was a
0: terrible, terrible move on his part.
1: It just made him seem like an asshole. And like, I think, you know, I know the word gaslighting gets thrown around very liberally anymore. But like, I feel like watching that, like that was like a true case of like gaslighting.
0: There was a point that was made on Game of Roses that I found very interesting in regards to this whole conversation between him and Rachel where they finally broke up, Tina was confronted about the cheating, and or it, it wasn't full-on cheating. He had just kissed a girl when he was drunk, right? Uh, uh, allegedly. That we know of. <laughs> allegedly. And there were some clips of him on the side where he didn't realize he was being recorded, mm-hmm. where he was basically begging... The producers to make her break up with him. Mm-hmm. and seemed to be in a lot of pain and really kind of messed up in the head, right? Like that that this is what this franchise has turned into. not my, not to go there, but
1: My biggest complaint about that scene, and I'm pretty sure I said it to you as it was air, like airing. If he felt so strongly about it, why didn't he just break up with her himself? No one was holding a gun to his head. It does not say anywhere in their contracts that they cannot break up like
0: because people are horrified at this point of being the bad guy.
1: He was going to be the bad guy no matter what.
0: <laughs> that this is true, but I think he was holding on to that inkling of hope, right? Like he came in with freaking notes about on like how he was going to turn the tables on Rachel. And
1: mistake number 1 was trying to make the lead the bad guy.
0: I don't know who gave him pointers before this conversation but it was wrong. And um
1: allegedly when he uh was on the phone with his shirt all unbuttoned and it was looking with his like a weirdo. Right? Yes, allegedly he was on the phone with his lawyer of how he could get out. Because I guess he like didn't even want to go to the safe house that day. Like they forced him to go. Right. Which honestly just makes him look immature.
0: Yeah. He should have just taken <laughs> you know he kept saying things like i take full responsibility but he n-
1: but i did this because you made me
0: right i you know i didn't feel supported or i you know you were going through a hard time and i was having a hard time you know like there was always some kind of asterisk at the end of that statement where mm-hmm. he should have just said i take full responsibility period it was messed up
1: End of story. that's that
0: right like not this you know busting out the freaking journal and uh anyway that was some cringe stuff right there
1: yeah it was bad
0: it was hard to watch did anything else happen oh uh we have
1: oh yeah zach's the new bachelor (laughs) thank you you read my mind
0: (laughs) so how do you feel about zach
1: Uh, he's a dude with brown hair and he was on The Bachelorette, and i that's like all I know about him. Yeah. And his dad used to have him watch planes when he was little.
0: And his uncle is... Uh, Patrick Warburton. Thank you. Warburton. Patrick Warburton. Um. Yeah, so, you know, Zach is a dude with a face, and <laughs> he's going to be The Bachelor. So, you know, there were times during the season, I think I turned to you, and I was like, you know, this guy might be a good Bachelor, but... The general consensus, especially uh, in the Reddit sphere, is that people are a little disappointed.
1: I think he's just going to be boring.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I hope that uh, the Which producers... scares me,
1: because when you have a boring bachelor coming in, that's when they're going to, like, freaking torture the girls for, like, drama, and it just be unnecessary, stupid, painful to watch drama.
0: Yeah. I mean, at, at this point... What what else can you expect? Um we'll see how that goes. That doesn't air until the spring, right? Or
1: January. When... Bachelor always premieres first week oh, of January. Right. Okay, okay. That's the one schedule ABC has always stuck to. All
0: right. Bachelor, Zach, January. Stay tuned. Uh <laughs> right now though, we are in the midst of Bachelor in Paradise. Yes. And uh the first two episodes have come out so far um it's been pretty entertaining honestly
1: paradise always is like that's one thing i could like paradise never is a letdown
0: yeah yeah so so far it's been it's been pretty great um there were a couple um little disappointments right i was super disappointed that uh oh my goodness what's her name kira yeah that kira went home she was on fire. Yeah, she went home. Hunter went home in the first elimination. Teddy walked off.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah,
0: yeah, I forgot about the two. Yeah, Teddy and Andrew they were, um, seemed to be having a pretty you know solid going at a relationship so far. But uh, she wasn't feeling it, and apparently she felt you know pressure by the producers to only pursue Andrew so she just left
1: yeah I guess the producers had it in their head that like Serene and I think it's Brandon
0: uh Serene and is it Brandon or Brandon oh yes it's Brandon
1: okay so like Serene and Brandon was one storyline and then Teddy and Andrew was the other storyline and that was like not allowed to be deviated from and Teddy was just like yeah no not here for this which good for her and it is very interesting to see so many more of the contestants, like, speaking out about, like, all of the crap that goes on behind the scenes and all the producer manipulation. Like, they're not being quiet like well, they Oh Well, yeah,
0: I mean, are. they're, uh... It, it's like they're it, unionizing. It seems <laughs> they're getting sick of it. It's, you know, kind of <laughs> abusive at this point.
1: Oh, my God, yeah.
0: The thing with uh, Sally's briefcase, right?
1: Sally straight up came out and said that that was not her suitcase. And literally, word for word quote said she would sue ABC if she could.
0: Wow, that's unreal.
1: Yeah, and then also said, you know, that's literally all I could say on the subject. Wow,
0: that's wild. So, um, for those of you that didn't see it, there was a briefcase and the it was a suitcase, babe. Suitcase. <laughs> What's the difference between a suit- suitcase and a briefcase?
1: A briefcase is tiny. A suitcase is a suitcase.
0: All right, all right, fine. It was a suitcase. A briefcase
1: was... you put papers in. It was.
0: It was a piece of rolling luggage.
1: All right. <laughs> a and... briefcase isn't rolling luggage. Yeah.
0: All right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, I guess a briefcase would be something that you put like a brief in, like like papers. Exactly. A brief? Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so there was a suitcase that had on duct tape, like taped on there, it said Sally.
1: It was real weird looking.
0: And so, Loose walks in. Lace. Oh my oh God. Oh my God. Dude, okay. Lace. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's funny because one of the guys accidentally called her Loose in the episode.
1: I think it's just subliminally in your head now.
0: It is now. Now I just know her as Loose. Okay, so anyway, so Lace walks in and she's like, who the hell is Sally? And so she goes to get some of the girls are like hey there's this briefcase in there it says sally what's going on the girls go up and start rummaging through this suitcase and there's a vibrating vibrator <laughs>
1: <laughs> a vibrating vibrator
0: yes it is an active vibrator actively vibrating
1: okay yeah that that's a good analogy for yeah. it it w- it was it was powered on
0: Yes, and And, like
1: there were all these like trashy looking like weave pieces and yeah and a waffle maker like it was really weird. Yeah,
0: like clearly not her suitcase, but they were trying to pass it off like it actually was real weird. The
1: thing that I found like the weirdest and quite honestly like the grossest was when they were like all like oh where where'd the vibrator go like we thought it was up there huh. And then it like cut to Kira and like playing all the weird music and she's like going into her bedroom and putting the do not disturb sign on and smirking while like holding the vibrator and you hear it like power on and like that was just so...
0: She like winked at the camera.
1: Yeah, like the whole like implication of it was just really, really gross to me and I can't believe the producers would like even go there.
0: Yeah, so this was all in conjunction with a story that was told and reenacted Um saying that she was Sally was like struggling with uh, whether or not she was gonna go to paradise and, and a-
1: apparently that's why she would sue ABC if she could for the like the reenactment and the way they portrayed her
0: right so they're claiming that she put her luggage on like the luggage turnstile right when she was at mm-hmm. the airport but then turned around and didn't get in the plane and- they
1: also said that she locked a producer in the trunk of her car so she could try and get back with her ex- fiance
0: yeah i don't i don't buy that well no
1: it not like producers don't go and pick the contestants up like literally all of that was made up yeah like none of that story even remotely happened
0: yeah so anyway um i guess abc or the producers you know were feeling a little salty towards sally so decided to make the story up and you know try to just make fun of her and make her look bad because uh, She will be joining the cast in the beach eventually because I think she was in one of the yes. season previews. I
1: think she's in the next um, episode.
0: Okay. So we'll see her tomorrow then, most likely. Um, But honestly, this wasn't the focal point of the drama, the first two episodes. The main drama was this love quadrifecta between Romeo and... Jill, Kira, Brittany, Haley, whoever, right? Mm-hmm. So um he I guess was close friends with Kira before the show, had also kissed Kira mm-hmm. in the past. Oh wait, I say friends with Kira. Okay, so No, he, she he
1: was friends with Jill. He was friends with Jill. And like him and Jill, no, I think him and Jill also had like kind of a thing. Okay. And then Kira, like, I guess, had a reputation for stomping all over anything Jill was doing. Heard the two of them were hanging out, tried to butt in.
0: And was pretty rude about it. I'm not going to lie.
1: Well, no, this was pre-show.
0: Oh, pre-show. Okay.
1: And he wanted nothing to do with it, backed away from her. And then when she came on the show, the same exact thing happened all over again.
0: Right. So there was a lot of drama, a lot of tears. Romeo um, ended up like super pissing off Jill because he like tried to kiss some other girl on the beach. Right. Keep in mind, they've only known each other for like 24 hours at this point. If that. Or have been hanging out for 24 hours. They've only been on the beach a day. Mm-hmm. And um Anyway, Jill got super pissed and the girl that he was macking on blew him off. What the hell's her name? Brittany. Yes. And
1: she's gotten like zero screen time. I keep forgetting she's there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't remember what season she's from.
1: I'm gonna assume she was or I think she was she no, that was Haley. That was a night one or on Clayton season. Right. I'm assuming she was an early. Early off the early show, elimination from Clayton. Clayton. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. And uh so Romeo was like breaking down, right? At this point, he's like, no one's going to accept my rose, right? Because at, at this point, it's the men's turn to give out roses. And Jill's like, screw you. Now Kira's like, screw you. and uh,
1: Brittany was from Matt James this season. Okay. Which feels like lifetimes ago, so no wonder why I don't remember her. <laughs> I only saw
0: half the season because I was in OCS for the other half. Of you Matt did not
1: miss anything, which makes me sad because I really like Matt. Yeah, they did him dirty.
0: Yeah, I think I only saw maybe like the first three episodes have or it something.
1: That. Yeah,
0: but um, anyway, it's been messy. Romeo ended up giving the rose to Jill, who took it begrudgingly, <laughs> really just to. Stay on another week. Stay on week. the show, yeah. right? So she like takes the rose and she's like, all right, I'm going to go pursuing other relationships at this point. And we're not going to be seeing Romeo for very much longer. He's definitely going home this next rose ceremony.
1: Unless some new chick shows up and he gets lucky, but I doubt it.
0: Highly doubtful. At this point, he's like, no one wants to touch it with him.
1: hmm Yeah, he, I mean, he Tainted messed me. up. Yeah.
0: Yeah uh let's see we had a double date with shanae and genevieve
1: Genevieve. mortal enemies
0: yeah which was pretty interesting because they were also involved in a two-on-one date during clayton season in which shanae went home
1: and shanae basically just kept saying how she was going to kill genevieve in different ways oh
0: yeah (laughs) like super mortal enemies hate each other and ended up getting along great during this date so i, I guess they've reconciled since then but because they seem to be getting along pretty well
1: yeah they seem totally chill with each other each other which is nice
0: which is probably not what the producers were hoping for exactly they date. wanted
1: fireworks
0: oh yeah but but no it was super chill <laughs> to everyone's <laughs> surprise um shanae's been overall pretty chill you know she's
1: yeah she's been very easy going
0: In the beginning, developed a relationship with uh, Logan. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: However, in that two-on-one, she was on the date with James. Yes. So that's going to get a little messy. I think Logan's going to...
1: I see her with Logan more so than James.
0: I think so too, but... or I I feel like they have a better connection Mm -hmm. so far, but she has expressed some... I don't know, like she doesn't feel all in with Logan, like she might just be more into James.
1: Well, again, it's only been 24 hours, so. Yeah, true. Like, I don't know, the people who are all in with someone, like at this point, it's just weird to me.
0: It is a little weird. So the only all in couples we have at this point that are like, appear to be rock solid are Serene and Brandon, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: which is super boring. Yeah. Right? They met each other on the beach decided they were gonna hitch up it kind of makes me feel like they were talking beforehand yeah you know, like they were in each other's dms and already had it figured out yeah so they're they're solid and then the other is michael and sierra
1: i forgot they existed as well they just seemed so mismatched to me. I think that's why I, like, blocked it out.
0: You don't remember Zaddy?
1: I I blocked that out on purpose. <laughs> I never want to hear that phrase again.
0: You know, I, I honestly kind of enjoyed it. I'll be honest with you. It, was...
1: it made my soul hurt. I like being old. <laughs> In the words of Michael, they're all too youthful for me. You know,
0: we actually had to use urban dictionary to look <laughs> up what zaddy meant <laughs> and zam zaddy and all that crap but <laughs> yeah i don't know are, are we we're, we're getting too old i guess yeah oh. we are but that's funny so anyway so those two relationships seem to be the most rock solid uh Brittany and the older guy um oh my god what's michael his, his name's michael no no no, no. No, Ca- no casey
1: casey i love casey
0: yeah Casey seems chill
1: he's like kind of an oddball and I like it
0: yeah so it seems like Casey Casey and Brittany they're kind of hitching up a little bit uh Justin Glaze and Genevieve except Aaron just came in the mix so we'll see what happens all there let me see who else I think that's it Johnny
1: oh yeah I forgot Johnny's there and Victoria F
0: Oh, yeah. How did
1: we forget about Victoria F.? Well,
0: who's Victoria F. pursuing right now?
1: I think she's been talking to Johnny.
0: Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because at first she was going after Justin. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, and now Johnny. Yeah. I mean, Victoria F., she's like, you know, the hottest thing on the beach right now. So it's- uh,
1: Understandably.
0: It's surprising to me, though, that it doesn't seem- There doesn't seem to be that many people, like, clamoring over her so far.
1: Which is weird because she's, I would say objectively, one of the most gorgeous contestants that has ever been on the show.
0: Right. I mean, interesting. I mean, I think Victoria F. and Genevieve kind of look similar a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. So Justin might have a might have a type. But how about on social media, the drama between Justin and Kira? Ugh. Right? So it was a storyline on the show that Kira and Justin had met on the beach. Some really insignificant point that was made in the show, mm. right? Or, or that, that they met not on the beach. They met at a Stagecoach, the festival. Yes. And on social media, Justin says, oh, I've never met Kira in my life. Uh, I don't know, right? Kira, she's been a little bit weird and que- queaky, quirky <laughs> on the show. So... Maybe he's just trying to distance himself from that. Mm -hmm. You know, she's been a little messy. But Kira's like, what are you talking about, dude? Why are you throwing shade? We met, we talked, here's pictures of us hanging out together. And it's turned into a whole thing. It's kind of hilarious. The
1: drama was real weird and I don't understand it.
0: It felt, it feels kind of like high school. When there's like one like not cool person. Mm -hmm. And someone's like, ashamed that yes. they were friends with that not cool person so now he's like trying to backtrack and like lie and say that they weren't hanging out so i, I don't know it's a real freaking weird mm. is that bad about wrap it up for paradise is there anything else you can think of
1: no i think i mean we're still early on so i feel like as it goes on we're gonna have more juicy stuff to talk about
0: yeah but it's it's been enjoyable so far Absolutely. honestly a hell of a lot better than bachelorette in my opinion
1: <laughs> paradise is always the good just trash show
0: Yeah, well, moving on from reality TV, we've watched we've been watching some uh, some TV shows as well. We got Andor, The Walking Dead and House of the Dragon being the main ones.
1: All three fantastic. Highly recommended.
0: They happen. And Andor. Wow. In my opinion, the best of any of the new seasons. Of, like, the Star Wars universe.
1: Oh, completely agreed. It doesn't feel like a little kid show. It's very refreshing.
0: Has Blade Runner vibes, really.
1: I miss Baby Yoda, but still a huge fan.
0: Yeah, so it's been really good. Uh, very pleasantly surprised there. Um, the Walking Dead, we've seen the first couple episodes in the last installment. Two. How do you feel about it so far?
1: I'm you know excited about it thus far i'm like sad that we're in the home stretch
0: part of me is yearning for them to bring rick back yet knows that it's not gonna happen and it really upsets me
1: who knows maybe we're extremely surprised
0: yeah i would love for them to bring him back like now and then michonne maybe
1: i would like them to like them to come back together
0: Right. Like like Michonne she, found, she found him. him. Yeah. And they came back and, you know, now they can be parents to what's her name again? Judith. Judith. Thank you. And RJ. Yep. So that'd be cool. We'll see. I mean, it, it's been a good, you know, couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. But the only
1: thing I don't like is how they've like announced the spinoffs. So it's like, at this point, we know, like, Maggie's not going to die, and Negan's not going to die, and Daryl's not going to die, and Carol won't, and it's like, well, that...
0: Right, yeah, so because they've announced these spinoffs, you know that certain players aren't going to get knocked off, and, uh, or characters, players. <laughs> so You're
1: still in Bachelor mode.
0: I know, right? So certain uh, certain characters aren't going to get knocked off, but it's, uh... It's been really good. You know, it's kind of bittersweet because this is this is it. Mm -hmm. You know, I started watching this show when it first came out and it feels like it's been on the air for an eternity. And, you know, I guess all good things must come to an end.
1: That's how I feel about Grey's Anatomy. Oh, quick side blurb. I mean, I only I only Oh, yeah. Grey's Anatomy. You don't really care slash you have no idea what's going on. But season 19 just premiered on Thursday, and I basically have been hate watching Grey's for the last like, what, four, five, six seasons? It feels like something
0: like that because
1: I've watched Grey's Anatomy since the premiere episode on ABC when I was a junior in high school, and you know, we're still here watching it. Um, can't give up on it, but the episode was so good. And it reminded me of like the first few seasons of Grey's Anatomy when Grey's was just incredible.
0: So they've pretty much they're like- trying
1: to like reboot it without it having been off the air at all. And I'm just really excited about where it looks like it's going. And I hope it continues in the same direction.
0: Yeah, it's like they're bringing in a new crew of interns,
1: and they're very much mirroring the original cast of interns. And it seems like instead of focusing like on the like old characters they're kind of stepping them back and really focusing on the interns and i really like that like meredith's only going to be in eight episodes this season right so like i i love her obviously but like i'm super pumped and mini spoiler alert if you haven't watched it one of the interns is uh mcdreamy's nephew
0: like in in real life
1: like in like in the show universe
0: oh in the show universe okay yes.
1: And I'm very, very excited about that. And he seems like he's playing, like, the George character, too, which makes me excited because George was my favorite intern.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, if they're going to do anything to stay alive, I mean, it seems like this is a good move.
1: This show's never going to go off the air. Ever. At this, at
0: this point, no. Not if they're bringing in a new crew.
1: It's wild to think. I was, a, I was what, 16, 17 years old when I first started watching the show. Right. And now it's like, okay, I'm 33, I'm married, I'm about to have a kid. How is the show still on the air?
0: (laughs) That's how I feel about One Piece, right? I started watching that in college and I was like late to the party at that point because I think the first episode came out in 99. Wow. And I remember the 500th episode, the creator was interviewed and they were like, so, you know, when is this show going to be over? and he's like, "Well, never." We're about halfway through. So, <laughs> I think around episode 1000 will be, you know, will be about when it's going to be wrapped up. And we're at we're on episode about 1100 at this point, mm-hmm. and we're not even close to being done. So, so this I, other show's just going to keep going.
1: I actually feel like this season is a test season for Grays. This is, like, season 20 is either going to be the last season or they will keep going because, like, they pretty much said they will do the show as long as Ellen Pompeo continues to do it. Right. So, Meredith. And if she's only doing eight episodes this season, like, it's like, okay, I think the writing's on the wall that we're either going to start winding down altogether or they're really going to bank on this new cast of characters. And, you know, the season's going to go on forever
0: right and maybe separate themselves from Ellen pompeo a little bit
1: yeah i'm like curious now because i'm like how long was er on the air because that was on the air forever i want to see how many seasons that was
0: mm. well while you're looking that up um
1: i was going to attempt to re-watch er by the way while i was in philadelphia if you didn't come
0: oh really yes
1: would have been a long undertaking. That, that would have been a
0: project. I, I don't even know how long that show has been on the air. Or... Oh,
1: no, Grey's surpassed it. ER had 15 seasons. Okay. Great show.
0: Yeah. I, I, I've i never seen it. What? Yeah.
1: Okay, well, we just have to add ER to our binge list then because it's a great freaking show and young George Clooney.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right. Wow. Was that his big break? I think so. Yeah. Wow.
1: I had quite a crush on him. I enjoyed watching ER with my mom for George Clooney and Noah Wiley.
0: Damn. Uh, okay. Lastly, in TV, House of the Dragon. We talked about a little bit that a little bit in the last episode, but it's been good.
1: Not the best show to watch while you're about to give birth. No, <laughs>
0: no. They yeah, painful birth scenes.
1: <laughs> no one could uh give birth on the show
0: yeah no if, if They're you're always
1: traumatic and they yeah, die
0: yeah you're gonna die or the baby's gonna die or someone's gonna die in the process yay <laughs> yeah so you know i guess that's just that's how it is in the game of thrones universe <laughs> uh, okay so moving on we saw don't worry darling in theaters recently and in spite of some negative reviews, I actually thought it was pretty good. You know, I, I didn't think it was the best thing to hit the market, but I, I I thought it was good. I did. I enjoyed it.
1: No, I completely agree.
0: Yeah, and the the teenage girls in the movie theater freaking out over
1: Harry Styles. Harry
0: Styles, thank you, was next freaking level, dude.
1: That honestly might have been the most entertaining part of the entire movie going experience for me was just the girls having a fit every time Harry breathed.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) that was wild. Definitely Um, took
1: me out of the movie experience a little bit, but.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm not going to spoil it for you if. You haven't seen the movie yet. But highly worth going to see. It was it was really good. It I'm was I'm
1: actually really excited for it to come out on streaming because I really want to watch it again.
0: I think I think part of the reason why it did get some negative reviews from people was due to the drama yeah. that was occurring outside. And uh, but no, it was a good movie. Um we've also seen a lot of uh a few trailers for things coming up soon. Yes. What do we got?
1: We have a Super Mario trailer.
0: Oh, yeah. People are beefing over uh, Chris Pratt. I mean, honestly, I I think it's going to be an enjoyable movie. It's animated. Like, whatever. I don't care what the guy looks like.
1: No, it's not. He looks like Mario. It's he's not doing Mario's voice. And Mario's whole character is that stupid voice. I I am in the camp of being really annoyed by it.
0: Like, okay, if it were up to me.
1: I, I, Bring like, in like Joe Pesci.
0: Okay, so <laughs> I I agree, but maybe I just don't care as much as everyone else. Everyone seems so passionate about it.
1: Maybe it's because I'm Italian. Maybe <laughs> and that's why I'm so like offended by it. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I don't. Know. The way I see it, it's like okay, that's you know that is whatever. But I'm not gonna lose sleep over it.
1: And more than anything, I'm also really, really, really sad that this means Charlie Day won't be doing a weird Italian accent because he's playing Luigi. And I think I was more excited about Charlie Day playing Luigi than any other part of this movie.
0: Oh, and he didn't even say anything in the trailer. All you did was hear him like scream and it's like,
1: oh, that's Charlie Day. <laughs>
0: you scream so much and always sunny that, you know, you can recognize that scream from anywhere.
1: I love Charlie Day so much. Yeah. I, as I'm now sitting here like, "Wait, when does It's Always Sunny come back?"
0: I'm looking forward <laughs> to to seeing this movie. Um not just as Super Mario, but just to hear him as Luigi.
1: <laughs> to hear him play It's
0: going to be hilarious. Um we watched a really interesting trailer yesterday. Violent Night Christmas movie. Not at all heartwarming. <laughs> um has the guy from Stranger Things. What's his name?
1: Um, Why am I blanking on his name? He's married to Lily Allen.
0: I'm looking it up. David Harbour. Yes.
1: Sorry. <coughs> or is minute. it David
0: Arbour? Harbour. Or Harbour. Harbour. David Harbour.
1: Are you fact-checking me?
0: Uh, no. <laughs> but.
1: Well, if you do, I'll be right. So. I,
0: I, I trust you. <laughs> um, but. We're, we're seeing this movie.
1: It doesn't look like it's going to be like the best movie ever. Yeah, no,
0: no, it doesn't look good. It just... But
1: it looks so entertaining that I just really want to see it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely going to be violent. <laughs> yeah, violent Santa Claus with blood, and it'll be great.
1: Also, season 16 of It's Always Sunny looks like it might be released in January.
0: Oh, that's exciting.
1: Thank you for getting me addicted to that show, by the way.
0: Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> Uh, okay, Uh, another couple trailers we threw in here, uh, The Last of Us, uh, is that gonna be a series or a movie?
1: I feel like it's a series. I think so, too. I should put series. But that looks
0: really good. I played the video game, uh, the first one, at least, and, you know, I- Series. It's a series, yeah, so Mm I, you know, I actually, I never beat it. But I played through probably half of it, and it was fun. Um,
1: Dude, Nick Offerman's in it. I didn't know that.
0: One reason the game got so big was for the storyline. Mm. So that'll be a good a good show. You know, maybe that'll help satisfy some of that Walking Dead itch. You know, since yeah. it's just like a, a zombie show, and uh, I'm looking forward to that.
1: Also, HBO shows tend to not be disappointing. so.
0: Oh, true. It's on HBO, so they're, they're not going to hold back. Yeah. And uh, that'll be cool.
1: Yeah, I'm very excited for that. And then uh, we have the Wednesday, Wednesday, Adam's, Adam's Family trailer.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's also Netflix, a TV show.
1: I think.
0: And that's landing on Netflix. Um, looks pretty good. It has the girl from you on it, right? Like yes. uh, the the one romantic interest, si- like younger sister.
1: Yes. Okay, it is a series.
0: What's what's her uh, name? Jenna Ortega. Jenna Ortega. So she's definitely an up and comer as far as actresses are concerned, and
1: she's like perfect for the part too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll probably check it out
1: definitely i mean like now like the more that like i'm looking at like the the cast the cast and just like even looking at the little like screen grabs she looks so much like christina ricci it's not even funny and i don't know how i never realized this before
0: yeah i can see it
1: well christina ricci played the original wednesday adams oh yeah should i be a super pregnant wednesday adams for halloween
0: pregnant Wednesday <laughs> I Adams. have a
1: lot of black in my closet and I have dark hair uh I'm trying real hard to celebrate even though
0: yeah so we're gonna be it's difficult yeah so we have to move to Philly for two three months um due to the nature of our birth and we're missing out on a lot of the Halloween action so we don't really know what to do
1: And I really love dressing up for Halloween every year, so this is very hard for me. Yeah,
0: we'll just have to go. I like
1: going all out.
0: We'll have to go extra hard next year.
1: I already have our family costume picked out for next year. It's going to be great.
0: (laughs) Really? Can you tell me, or is it like a surprise?
1: We talked about it the other day. Mav, are we allowed to say his name? Sure. Mav is going to be a porcupine. Okay. And we're going to be zookeepers
0: oh yeah yeah okay
1: and luna and phoebe will be you know our our panthers and lulu will be some other maybe lulu will be like a peacock
0: a peacock <laughs> yo can i do um dude oh, what the hell was that movie the um the jim carrey movie ace ventura yeah can i just up like ace ventura yes that would be, i would be okay with that that would be wonderful i that's like pretty close to a zookeeper
1: he has a pet monkey. Lulu can be a monkey.
0: There you go. <laughs> Alright, so does that about wrap it up?
1: Yes. On that note.
0: Yes. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Turbo Pop. Please follow us on Instagram at Turbo Pop Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, give us a, give us a follow, give us a review.
1: Give us a like. Yeah,
0: whatever you got to do. And have a good one. We'll see you soon. Peace out.